The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. No, I had that with my... Oh, hello everybody and welcome to Off Your Chest, the <laughs> podcast... No, hang on, let me do that again. Hello everybody, welcome to Off Your Chest with Josh and Beth. I'm Josh. And I'm Beth. Hello Beth. Um, so yeah, you were saying about apps and stuff. Oh yeah, so I've got all these apps, like I've got loads of games and stuff like that I finished on the iPad that mm. I just can't do anything with because you can't delete... Apparently work iPads are just like, no, you have this forever now. We That's can... how they do it. App, they fill it up and Apple have to sell them a new iPad. That's it. Well then, that would, that's, that'll be it. Mm-hmm. But, big, yeah. big money. Big money Apple. Is that actually what it is? No, definitely not. I have I no idea. Say, I was like, are you, are you in on something there? Do you know? Am I in? Are they cutting me in on this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a share I'd... of the profits. I'd love to be cutting on Apple because, um, you know, I don't like paying tax, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we've got a very special feature that will take up the majority of the show today. Hopefully all of it. I think Who knows? Be okay, so this is the first in a series that I like to call Beth X Josh Versus. <laughs> like, cross battle dimension fight. So what we're going to do is going to have a petty little pissy competition where we've picked 11 Guilty Pleasure songs and what we're going to do is versus them and whoever has the most points at the end of it wins. We're using a random number generator to pick the songs uh, that are going to be fighting each other and basically we're just we're just going to argue until um, one of us um, gives in sort of <laughs> gives in basically yeah which we're I feel so I feel so this is going to go your way a lot because I'm very I'm I'm not competitive in any way shape or form well the, the thing is like, I was thinking this a lot of my songs I'm like yeah but these are really good and listen to some of yours and I was like I don't like this. <laughs> so I'm obviously now, here's, the, here's the thing. I was listening to some of yours and I thought, I don't like this either. Ah, oh, interesting. How mm. how dare you? What do you but, mean, we'll how dare it. you? I mean, <laughs> I, personally, I get it, but, you know, this is going to be crap, this. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be like, yeah, fair enough, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to give in. So we've got we've numbered the songs one through eleven, and if you look in the um, comment, uh, not the comments, the episode description, there is a link to a Spotify playlist with all of these songs on them. That's and, so clever. You're and they're so going to be clever. they're going to be in the order that they come up on the episode, so you can listen, so you can listen along and jump between. Um, or if you're familiar with all the songs, uh, we'll go for it. So I will generate the first number, courtesy of random.org. Number nine. My song is Mambo Number no. 5 by <laughs> Hot Dad. Oh, you might win. Um, mine is number... Oh, hang on. Number Yours 9 is... is Dreadlock Holiday. No. Casey Musgraves. Follow Your Arrow. Yeah. Right, okay. So this Follow Your Arrow song, is this like in... Uh, is this in a soundtrack to something? Because this sounded... The, the sentiment on this song is great. But yeah. it's the most fake ass country. <laughs> ugh, you know what I mean? Like Keith Urban, Nashville. Oh, <laughs> I hate. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like this song. I like the sentiment, but I don't like the song. See, I, I really, really, I, I like Casey Musgraves. I really like her all the songs pretty much. Um, I did choose with this song. I chose probably the most kind of like cheesy song that mm. she does. Um. 
because it was other de- ones you are definitely it was definitely yeah. cheesy um I, there's other ones that like are good that, that I, I probably would prefer but i thought this one's the cheesiest and this one's probably the guiltiest pleasure um, i mean I don't think it is off soundtrack though it, it so sounds it sounds like it could be like from some some like disney kids movie Brother or Bear. something like that yeah something like that like, like the buddy adventure yeah it's like follow your arrow oh it's oh, it looks like it I makes just, your skin crawl <laughs> it does and that's the thing though there's a good song in this like if you take the lyrics and maybe cut a few of them or whatever you've got a good song in there it's just oh, <laughs> it's just fake nashville country and I, I really don't like i really don't like it i love i love country music don't get me wrong but not this not this so, at all do you like Katie Musgraves in general? No, I don't. I, I've never heard of her until this. Oh, okay. She, I, I would. I, if you might not like her then, but I really, really like her. She has some really good songs. Um, yeah, and I think she's really cool. I like have a bit yeah. of a crush on her. Yeah, fair enough. Well, in uh, Kiss Girls, if you want, if you're into that, <laughs> she's covering all the bit. It's a must. Toothless song. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah. She's basically just she's giving she's saying to you do you. I I get that the sentiment is there I love the sentiment sentiment's great it's like that um ICT <laughs> song miracles, like mm. that that song sentiment brilliant execution flawed. I love how she's I love how she's like roll up a joint or don't you know whatever. Yeah, she's literally like I don't. Yeah, because that way she's covering her bases. Oh, I'm not covering her bases, <laughs> so she can sell to the Christian market. And I did that as the money gesture, but that could also be the joint gesture. We don't know. <laughs> it's universal. Yeah, exactly. I did um, take it as the money one, to be fair. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Mambo Number no. 5 by Hot Dad? I mean, Mambo Number no. 5 is just a winner in every every contest ever. I can't even argue with it. I'm sorry that my camera's so dark, by the way. I don't know why it's so dark. Um, That's all right. We're doing this way later in the day than usual, so it's Yeah, fine. and it's the real grim day, to be fair. Yeah, um, it's been awful. So yeah, I I I just can't. I, I, nothing can compete with with Mambo Number no. Five. I, I think you're gonna have that one. Okay, I think I'm gonna take that one. Like Mambo Number no. Five by Hot Dad is like, it's such a transformative cover of Mambo Number no. Five. It's like an electronica, smooth lounge version of it, and it's just mm. very. Like, when the chorus comes in, it's very triumphant. Like, a little bit of Monica in my life. And it's just like, mm. great that. So have I taken that one, yeah? I'll let you take that, yeah. Oh, thanks. So that <laughs> one. Okay. Let's go with generator number two. We have 11. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Which is, my one is Fairground by Simply Red. Yes. Um, you, and mine is something in your mouth by Nickelback. Mm, yeah. There's two. There's two. Right. There's there's two. I had two number tens basically. They, it was yeah. It was Nickelback figured you out slash something in your mouth because the two different songs. But if we're being honest, this is part of the thing with Nickelback. The, the, a lot of the songs just sound the same. So I couldn't pick mm. between those two. So I was like, Do you know what? It's Nickelback. They all meld into one anyway. It can be one. So that became number 11. Uh, I will say this. I I haven't heard these two Nickelback songs, and I considered putting a Nickelback song on my list, to be honest with you. Mm. But both of these Nickelback songs made me 
deeply uncomfortable because you need to <laughs> buy into the fact that Chad Kroger is a is a is like a sexual being. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like that. Oh, I don't see, like I, that I, at all. The thing I like about both these songs that me and Lewis saw Nickelback live uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> And uh, what? don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm looking at you like that. And um, like they told a story about, I think it was um, figured you out, or there was something in your mouth. Um, see, I can't, I can't tell the difference. They were saying that basically mm. they wrote it as a stripping song because some other now rock see... star, yeah, yeah, some other rock star said to them, um, you can make hit songs all the way. But until you make a, a hit song that will be played repeatedly by a stripper or by strippers, like you haven't made it. So they basically were like, we wrote a song for stripping to. Yeah. So that's what I like about both those songs, essentially. I did get sort of like, I was just sort of like, uh, as uncomfortable as it was, I was just sort of like, this is a sleazy, this is a sleazy strip club song. Yeah. Or like a, or like a bad choice for a burlesque performance. Yeah. And that's like that's kind of what I uh, what it's what I like about something in your mouth. I think that it's it's very sleazy, and it's yeah. very sort of like you can imagine you can imagine it on it takes it's very immersive, and that you can take it takes you to a place, and that place is a strip club. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a grimy song that isn't grime. Yeah. In fact, if I was to pick an opposite of grime, I think Nickelback would be it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to let uh let you have one of these Nickelback ones here because like I, uh, in the context of sleazy strip club song, yeah, like they've hit the nail on the head. They've done exactly what they set out to do here. I think if any if any should win, it should be um it should be something in your mouth or figured you out. But I'm also like I I can't deny that the sim your simply red song. I mean. It's it's mm. good. It's a good simpler red song. I had to listen to it again then to make sure I knew what it was. So I was like, which one is it? Because I didn't know the name of it. And then we listened to them all in the car today. And um, when it came on, I was like, oh, it's Love the Dawn. It's that one. Yeah, it's that one. Here's the thing, right? My little pet peeve with music is when they, they name the song and then like that's not like the main lyric of the chorus. Mm. That always annoys me, like universally like even with fairground because like it's pleasure at the fairground on the way and i love the thought of it's yeah. like a word in half a sentence but that said i think like the the drums in this song are just what make it because it's such a weird pop song you know what i mean mm. um and it, again a very triumphant chorus but um as I said, I'm willing to, i'm willing to let it go for uh for one of the nickelback songs just because um Okay, I think I think I'm happy to take that one then. So I think I'm happy to to surrender. Figured you out, but I, I do think that something in your mouth, purely because of what a sleazy sort of like song it is, deserves its its recognition. Yeah. So you've got the uh, grime sucked point on that one. <laughs> do you remember when Mick Hucknall, the guy from Simply Red, he apologised for all the women that he slept with? No. He'd like say he said that it slept with like three thousand women, like as oh. as a benefit of being the singer of Simply Red, um, and he apologised to all of them, like released a statement saying I'm sorry. I do not deserve that that slimy greasy point. Simply Red do. This was years after Fairground came out, though. Okay, okay. 
Like I'm sure he, I'm sure he wasn't thinking like when he was writing Fairground. It's just like, oh yeah, man, can't wait to have some sliz off this. I don't know where Mick Hucknall's from. To be honest with you. <laughs> Well, okay, I'll, so I'll, we have. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying. Well, I'll I'll take that point anyway. I'll take it away from from his sleazy sleazy hands. Okay, so the next one is number eight, which is yours is Dreadlock Holiday now. By Dread. Ten CC. What's yours? Mine is Identity Theft by the Chats. Oh right, this song. <laughs> I thought you'd have something to say about this song. I liked it because it's mm. it's my kind of jam. I enjoyed it. Was the beginning bit saying like I got I got cocky and paid for drugs online? Basically, yeah. He was the 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 story of the song is that he was paying for drugs online, presumably through Silk Road. So who knows when he wrote this? <laughs> um, and then he had his identity theft stolen. Yeah, uh, his I... identity stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did enjoy this song. I did enjoy this song. Um I just found it I got bored towards the end because it's just very repetitive. It's very short though. It's not, it's just yeah. over two minutes. Yeah, it's and quite short. Uh, their entire catalogue is like that. I'm a big fan of the chats. They're an Aussie punk outfit and um def it, it feels as though like this song in particular I feel as though a twelve year old could have written this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like in like in terms of like lyrics and music as well, yeah. Because it's like I can I can play, the, I can play the bass to this song. I'm not very good at bass, but I can <laughs> play this song on bass. It's one of the very few that I can actually do, um, which is a detriment to the <laughs> song itself. Um, but Dreadlock Holiday. Yes. Is this in 2020? With the issues that the world has with cultural appropriation, where are Ten CC from? Are they a British band? Oh, they they white. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I've, the issue. I've... Yeah, but the st- the story. I can't remember. I looked up the story of from it because I was like, Dockport. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think the story of it was like they went to Jamaica. And basically, all this stuff happened. Yeah. And their response was like, I like the response to one of the questions was like, oh, I don't like cricket. And the and they kept like make having these responses to things. I don't. It was, mm. but I just love the song. It's just. Such it's a, a good song. It's such a good song. <laughs> also, personally, don't like cricket. Um, I don't like cricket. No, great. I, I said um, to um, I said to Lewis that. Uh, when Josh listens to this song, if he doesn't ask Mask know what it is, he'll be like, "What's this song?" I, f- yeah, I don't I feel like cricket. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like I mean, everybody like our sort of our age will know it from the Mighty Boosh. I'm sure the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. I would say that it is definitely the more put together song out of the two of them. But I, I do like the chats just just because of its bedroom homemade. We made this in a weekend charm. Yeah. Um, I the reason why I think I'm so into um, Dreadlock Holiday as well is because, <laughs> so I, I, again I knew it from Mighty Bush as I don't like cricket, and mm. then um, in the last school I worked at, they have like a um, like a festival at the end of the year, and they all sing like each class sings songs and each each class is like it's a very multicultural school 
yeah. it's near the Caribbean Cricket Club in Leeds. Oh so it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's there. Um, so I went, I went to uh, so the, our class at the time. Um, the the teacher was like, "Oh, I'm going to do dreadlock holiday." And I was like, "Oh, I've not heard of that, but okay." And then the kids started singing this, and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> So the kids mm. like sang this in its entirety and like did actions and did acted it out. Okay. Um <laughs> plot also again same problem as the uh, as the last as a uh, fairground dreadlock holiday is barely mentioned yeah. in the song. I was thinking that, yeah. Song should be called I don't like cricket or something. It is mentioned I think once or twice. Mm. But it's yeah, it's, it's literally like a throwaway comment. Yeah, dreadlock holiday. I'm yeah. I'm willing I'm willing to give up dreadlock holiday. Are you sure? Because I was thinking we could do half a point. We can't do half a point. One or the other. We're not having this. This is the first time we're doing it. We're establishing the rules. This isn't it. All right, I'll take it then because you're weak and will give me it. I am weak. <laughs> you can't make these rules if you're not actually going to fight. I will. F I'll fight for the ones that I'm going to fight for. Let's see if the next one is one that is willing to fight for. Number two, which is Orson, No Tomorrow. That's my pick. Okay, number two for me is Kiss the Teacher from Mamma Mia 2. I've got some questions as to why this is on your list. <laughs> Go ahead. Considering your occupation, <laughs> what's going on? Right. When we went to go see Mamma Mia 2, because we went to go see it at a drive-in when we had like a drive-in unlimited pass before mm. they literally disappeared out of nowhere, did a bunk because they were went bankrupt or whatever. Um, mm. So we went to go see it and this was the song that we were just like, that was really good. And then whenever we're like feeling happy and upbeat, we put it on now and it's kind of like on our... Um, we've got the we've got the ABBA version on our like um, we're gonna have it like at our wedding I think at some point just like in the evening. <laughs> yeah. But like we we have this like on our regular sort of like listening playlist because it's just so happy and upbeat, and you can't you can't deny that. I I can't deny that. But is it as happy and upbeat as Orson's No Tomorrow? That's a good point. I'd forgotten all about Orson until you sent me your list. I know everybody forgets about Orson, <laughs> but they—they they are they, that is it is a good song. I do admit I might have to give you that one. It was um, yeah one of the like one of the I'd never heard of it until I I, I must have heard it through osmosis just because it it was a big song and a popular. I remember song. when it came out, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But like, what really solidified it was its inclusion on uh, SingStar on PS3. <laughs> um, yeah, like the bit at the end where it goes yeah into the last chorus like yeah. that on Singstar magnifique but I don't like the. I always had this issue with No Tomorrow that I hated the end of it because I don't like songs that just end abruptly oh and it ends on a kiss as well it's yeah. awful oh, it's, really it's a lame it's a lame song but that chorus like saves it like that yeah. chorus drags it up for me um, but I, I always I thought it would be cool if you if you take that song and take Holly Valance's Kiss Kiss because that starts <laughs> with a kiss. Crossover. Anyway. Yeah. I remember that song. Um, that was a good song. I, I remember that video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to um, give you that one. Okay, cool. I will take that one. All right. So, 2-2. Two, two. 
after four rounds. Let's go for the next one. Number eight, we've already had it. Number ten, figured you out by Nickelback. And Fine. that's your pick, sorry. Um, and <laughs> my pick is Enter Sandman by Art vs. Science. You can have this one. It was good. It's a good cover, isn't it? It is a good cover. It's, it's an... We were saying that it's very different, and it's a, it's a cover that's a diff. It's a diff, different version almost, which makes it good. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that I really love about covers is, or the key to a good cover for me personally is, you either tr make it your own, or you yes, <laughs> or you outdo the original at its own game. Yeah, and I think this one is so transformative. Um, it. It just blows out the original out of the water, to be honest with you, because I like, I like my doopy doop electronic music more than <laughs> my rock music, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I'd say I think of... it was just different enough for me to really enjoy it, so I'm oh, yeah. I'm happy to give you the the point with that one. Okay, cool. Hang on, one two three four five. One two three four five. Oh, there we go. Um, if you want to hear a song that is um, outdoing the original at its own game, that is really really surprising it's Denzel Curry's um, version of Balls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine okay. um, I didn't think anybody would be able to be angrier than uh, the Rage Against the Machine but Denzel Curry man he's fucking good do you um, know what I think is the cover that has blown the, the cover that blew the original out of its out of the water mm. is with the, I think the one that's done it the most over recent sort of like the past few decades and I guarantee in terms of in terms of like, you'll know it. In terms of like, you'll know it. Don't write it down. You'll know it. In terms yeah. of like, with the public, not just me. Is it say, you doing the same thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over my guess in a second. Okay. Amy Winehouse cover of Valerie. By the oh Zoom. shit! I thought you were gonna go with Hallelujah. Ah. Yeah. No, no but I think because Valerie, half the people don't even know that it was a song before Amy Winehouse did it. I know it's crazy, right? Paul yeah. Zutons. I used to love it when it was there when they did it as well. And I love the way yeah. Amy Winehouse version. I, I do love Amy Winehouse's songs. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it's completely blown the other one out, hasn't it? You've got 100%, yeah. It's sort of like, um, what's it called? Um, is it the Bowling for Soup song? Is it 1985? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Like that, that's a cover. Like, is it? That's a cover of a song by. A different band. It came out like a year before that, but yeah. So very similar then, basically. It's pretty much the same song. They change a couple of lyrics, like instrumentally, it's the same song, but it's it is a it is a cover. It's a cover, oh, and it's just... and it's arguably their biggest song, I think, for Bowling for Soup. That or um, the high school never ends. I'd say. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, I've got number five as the next one, which is, for me, it is Beautiful Day by U2. For me, it is That Thing You Do by The Wonders, which I bet... Had you heard of this before? No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know uh, how you feel. I, I feel as though this was... Uh, well, I could tell from the artwork, it was written for a movie. It sounds as though it was written for a movie. I can imagine, in my head, I was imagining a montage for this song when I was listening to it straight away. So the movie is called That Thing You Do mm. um, and the Wonders are a made-up band. They're a fictional band in this in this movie. Oh. So, but okay. I think they should get more songs. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, with Spinal Tap, they, they do tours or did do tours back yeah. in, the, uh, in the day and stuff. 
Um, the movie starred Tom Hanks as the mm. producer of the band, um, and or the manager or whatever. Um, and he, I don't know which one it was. Um, and basically, the the band is very similar to like sort of Beatles in in the day, and like it's the same kind of hype around them, and it's just showing mm. them growing up basically, and basically any kind of band movie. It's just it's just a band movie, a rising right, okay. of a band. Um, like almost famous or anything like that. Anything like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's that. But it's, I just think that that song is really good. That song stands on its own. That's a very, it's a very cheesy song, but it's it's a good song. It's uh, like got a little bit of, uh, if memory serves, it's got like a little bit of surf influence on yeah, it. Yeah, it's sort quite of like Beach Boys, Boys type thing. Yeah. yeah. There's also a cover of it done by Newfound Glory, which is amazing. Oh. Because Newfound Glory did a, other than like a couple of albums that are um, movie songs. Yeah. So this is where they do covers of them, and this is one that they did, and it's really good. Okay. Um, I think "Beautiful Day" is the last great song by U two. Cause U two, obviously, it's twenty twenty now, and I think U two have been a been in a nineteen year ba- <laughs> shit streak, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like early eighties to two thousand, with all that you can't leave behind, which was their last good album. I think that is a great. That's a that's a fucking good run for a band, and I think this is sort of the culmination of it all um, for them. Um, yeah, it does. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about the song. I mean, it's one of those songs where it's when it first came out, or whatever. When I really enjoyed it, um, and now it's one of those things where, like, if it's on, I'm like, oh, skip. So yeah. I, it's it's overplayed. I think that's because yeah. it was it was the theme for um I can't remember what it's called. Whatever ITV's version of Match of the Day is, it was used as yes. that for a long, long time. So that's my issue. It's overplayed, and so I don't want yeah. to listen to it. Okay, I can I can concede this one and give you give you this one because that's that track that um wonders uh, that thing you do. That's a great song. That's a good song. Yeah, I knew I'd and considering it, and considering it's like from a fictional band, I'd love to see yeah. who wrote that. To be honest with you, I wonder if any of the Beach Boys actually have a hand in that one because uh, they did they all do, sorts of. Uh, they do sort of like things. Beach Boys like style videos and stuff in some of the uh, in a bit of the movie. So it's it's yeah, it's a good movie. I'd advise watching it if you've mm. not seen it. It's quite like a not many people have heard of it, but but it's really good. Yeah, I've never heard of it, to be honest with you. And especially when we've Tom Hanks in it as well. Exactly. But he's quite Um, a young Tom Hanks, I remember rightly. Oh. Yeah, old Tom Hanks is fucking great. He's good. Good lad. He is a good lad. One of the first celebrity COVID people, I think. Did you see... Have you watched... Sorry, it's off track, but have you watched uh, the new Borat movie yet? Not yet, no, no. Okay. I won't say anything then, but watch it. Okay, cool. We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it, but... um, It was amazing. I I watched it last night and it was so good. Yeah, oh, he only Fringy came out yesterday. <laughs> oh, that might be a problem. Uh, number three, which is for me, uh, Go Menace by Tattoo. Mine is Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, it is. I yeah. had never listened to this song in full before it was on this list. And I remember there was this clip of Vanilla Ice back in, like, on MTV in the 90s when this song first came out. Then basically saying like you're ripping off Queen and Bowie on this one, mm. and there's a video. There's a video of him going, no, no, no. There's is da 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 da, and ours is da 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 da. 
<laughs> it's different. It's completely different. And then I'm listening to this song, and then the dun dun piano bit comes in, and it's just like, Vanilla, you've got no leg to fucking stand on here. <laughs> just say it's a sample, you fucking idiot. Do you know what? Right, okay. The reason this is on here, it's not as if it's a song that I listen to on the reg because I enjoy it. I don't listen to it if I'm commuting, whatever. Mm. I listen to it if I want to sing along because mm. I know the entire first verse and that makes me real proud of myself. So oh, right, okay. That is why it's on there because it is a guilty pleasure because I only play it so that I can feel really cool and rap along <laughs> with Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> I also don't like it because if you ask sort of anyone over the age of 40 to what is rap music, this, this is what they think rap music is. <laughs> and there's so many, like, because I think this song came out right before, like, Dr. Dre and G-Funk and N.W.A., like, yeah. and gangster rap was a thing and it sort of spread out from there. But I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it in I any do, way, I'm, shape I'm happy- or form. I, I just the only the thing is literally I know it's a really tr- cringy rap song but it always impresses people if it comes on and I'm like I know this and they're like no you don't and I'm like yeah I do so that's why it's on there <laughs> because I can't wait to be a cringy mum and do that yeah <laughs> basically it but your song I have questions yeah of course go ahead is it from some kind of like anime or something is it, it sounds like a, it sounds like an anime theme song. It does, doesn't it? Uh, no, it's as far as I'm aware, it's not from an anime. It's off of their second album, um, which is called Dangerous and Moving, which is which I think is their best album. Um, I like Tattoo a lot, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I like this song a lot because it's sort of like... It's a song about friendship, not about love. Oh, okay. Which is sort of like the whole first album is sort of them playing into obviously the lesbian gimmick that they were given by the record company. Mm-hmm. But this song is just a, a beautiful song about friendship. It is a really nice song. I did. We did enjoy. Both of us enjoyed it when we listened to it. Um, but yeah, we just we just thought it sounded like it was straight up like the a, a proper like like kind of Wolf's Rain kind of anime like. Yeah theme song or like uh, you could hear it on Yuri on Ice or something like that maybe yeah like it was yeah it definitely it definitely had um, anime theme vibes but I was like I was saying to um, Lewis I was like I feel like it must be saying sorry but I'm sure that's not sorry in Japanese because god damn it I studied Japanese for two years and I can count to ten so- you, know ta- you know Tattoo are Russian right I did not know that ah but you <laughs> But it's because it sounded so anime that I was like, it's yeah. not Japanese. And then Lewis like, well, maybe it's Korean or something. And like, we, yeah, so we didn't, we, but it sounded to me like it was anime, which yeah. it was really nice because I, I really like that style. So Fair enough. So I'll, I take this one. You can take this one. Yeah, fair enough. It should be, I'm sure there's a million like AMVs set to this song if we look on YouTube. Hard enough, yeah, there will but... be. I'll be after a lot. this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let's go for number seven. Uh, number oh, Have I just closed my... No, I haven't. Okay. So this is... Mine is More Than Friends by James Hype. Mine is Wilson Phillips. Hold on. You get this one. This song's you, I great. do get this one. Come on now. This, is, <laughs> was this on a soundtrack to a teen film? 
It was on the soundtrack to Bridesmaids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But um, yeah, this song's this song's great. Like, I can imagine it's okay. sort of like I heard it and I thought this song's great. I can already imagine that this must have been used in an episode of Glee. Have you not heard this song before? No, I haven't. <gasps> it's so good. What? That's what? <laughs> yeah, I know it is. So I'm so listening. Good. I'm so pleased that I brought it into your life. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really pleased for myself and for you. It's very, it's very, again very cheesy, but it's good. It's good. It's, it's good yeah. shit. That. Can't, I, you can't deny that it's good. I can't deny that it's good. It's a, it's a great song. Um, I yeah. win that. Win that. Uh, with my one, um, I just feel as though it's a, a dance song that was sort of, it was only released a few years ago and it seems yeah. to have just ignored the last 20 years of like dance music history. <laughs> I, I mean, sounds... I was surprised that you, you've got a more modern dance song on there because it, it doesn't seem as, doesn't strike me as the kind of thing you'd usually put on that kind of list. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it seems like early is like Ian Van Dahl, Castles yeah. in the Sky, you know, yeah. Paul Van Dyke style dancer, but it's just a blast from the past that's today. Number one. Oh, I'm so excited for mine. Oh, I'm it's excited for mine. I'm so passionate about. Okay, really? So, okay. Yeah. I, just saw the, I just remembered the one that you did. Uh, so mine is uh, 745 Sticky by 100 Gex. Uh, mine is Tim Minchin, Heaven on Their Minds from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> right, here's the thing with with your selection. Like, was Tim Minchin in this in this in this production, or is he this was, just he, like he played Judas? This 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 the song that you heard is yeah. literally the the same as I don't know if they were singing. I'm assuming they were singing live. They did a live performance of it basically, mm. um, and it was on YouTube. Like for, you know, the whole weekend youtube musical thing oh yeah, um, yeah it was on there like a few months ago and it was, it was the first one they did and we missed it and we were looking forward to watching it so we rented it and it was we just were like blown away by it and we, we just absolutely adore this song like his tim minchin is probably one of the strongest voices i've ever heard and I'm, i was very surprised to hear it yeah I'm, here's the thing i'm not really a big tim minchin fan to be honest with you well i'm not i i, I just think mm. i saw him in, as playing judas in the main role and i was like he's amazing really good yeah, I'm. I'm sure within the context of the play, this is a, a banging track. But it's just sort of like with all the context removed, it just sounds like yeah. And it sounds very Broadway musical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Um. Yeah. Yours. My one. Yes. Hated it. You hated it. Oh my yeah. god! I thought I. I thought you would love this. To be honest with you, this is the one with the random like sound effects in, right? Yeah, this is the one that this is the song that does about mm, five genres in two minutes, um, and fucking blows me out of the water. I, I love this album. It was hard. I knew it was going to be a song from this album, but I didn't. I, I stuck on this song eventually because it's just, it's just a chaotic mess of a song. That's what it is that I don't like. I don't like the mess and the chaos. It's. I like it. I, I can't. I love. I love it because it works. It's chaos, but it works. It's I'll like um, Northern Rail. <laughs> Would we say that works? <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to think what's chaotic and works. Mm. <laughs> um, I the th- the one thing that we the, right the thing in in this song that I really did like that I thought was good 
was mm. a sort of Skrillex style drop. That was yeah, because it goes good. through because it's just sort of like this high energy pop song at the start. Then it goes into sort of like a like a a dubstep drop, yeah, a break core breakdown, and then it sort of just fucking goes crazy it's it like go, it goes that someone's just gone to like a radio station from simpsons where they do all the like sound effects and just gone <laughs> that's yeah. basically what it is at the end it goes yeah break call that's the that's the genre of that one there but like it's it it takes like all the chaotic bits of it and puts it into a song form that is yeah palatable rather than sort of like the other sort of like more hardcore break call ones that are just sort of like that for an mm. hour um I, I feel as though i can argue all of this um as much as possible but here's the thing i didn't like yours and you didn't like mine no so this is a this we're at an impasse with this one no one wins yeah in this, I, in this situation no one wins no one's a winner yeah i because i don't want i don't want to give it to tim minchin i, I don't like the guy and i don't want to give it to that that absolute chaotic mess of a song that just I, I like things to have order, and that didn't have order. Yeah. <laughs> we can shall we shall we skip one? Do we need to choose a winner? It's just, just there's no points there, no point because okay. neither of us. We're both passionate about ours, and we both didn't like the other one. Well, it's the first one on our list, so presumably it's the one that we. The what came to head straight away. Are, yeah, are the most passionate about. Yeah. Uh, nine number three. We've done that one. Six. Oh, oh yeah. now both of these. This is the opposite problem because I think we both love these songs. Is six for you? Is it YMCA? Yes, it is by yeah. the Village People, <laughs> and yours is Loveful by the Cardigans. Um, Which is amazing. It is amazing. Um, I I love the Cardigans because they do. Basically, the whole reason that Loveful became a thing, because Cardigans were just sort of like a little indie band before this came yeah. out, and they sort of did bubblegum pop covers of um, Black Sabbath songs. Okay. Like they did it as bonus tracks at the end of like their first few albums, okay. and okay. this is the style that they did for Loveful, and it's just like I, I can't argue with that. That's fucking great. That's everything you ever want. If you want yeah. to hear. Black Sabbath covers done in the style of Loveful by the Cardigans. <laughs> Listen to the Cardigans' covers of Black Sabbath songs. Oh, I've not done that. They're either. so good. What I will say as well, just as a the uh, Newfound Glory also do a version, a cover version of Loveful, and it oh. is, I'd say, it's equally as good as as the Cardigans. It's okay. it's really good in its own way. It's really good. Um, YMCA. Now. Yes. I love me some YMCA. It's not a wedding without YMCA. It's not a school disco without YMCA. It's it's not it's not a I, life without YMCA. It's peppered I, through I, it. I also love that Donald Trump is using it in his re-election campaign because it's a song about fucking dudes in a in a bathhouse. Is he using it in his campaign? Yeah, he's using it in his campaign. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know how he signed. I don't know. Which village person signed off on this one? Probably the cop. Let's face it. But uh, <laughs> it's like a real joke. That fucking <laughs> well done. You did Are we all right? Are we all right? <laughs> um, but yeah, you're thrown but, now by the fact that you made a joke. 
I know it's ter terrible, isn't it? I'll <laughs> stop doing it. Shall we? Shall we both get a point for this one? Yeah, I was gonna say that the the only downside I can give you about YMCA is that you kind of are a bit fed up and want to sit down by about two it's, minutes in. That's a problem with disco, though. Plus, the yeah. version that I put on the playlist is the album full version, not the radio edit that's like yeah. three and a half minutes. But you can you can take your pick. Plus, disco songs disco songs were fucking long. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at five to six minutes each there, but um. But I'd, no, I'd, yeah. I'd say give us both points. We both, we both gave a point for number one, so... Okay, cool. Plus, that conveniently leaves us to our last... Number four, our last selection to decide the whole thing. Is that... Is, are we drawing? Yeah, so our... Yeah, so it's 5-5 five, five as we go into the last one, which my one is Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph. Oh, I don't feel confident about mine now. It's yeah. Sweet But Psycho, Ava, Max... Ask me what my firstborn niece and nephew's names are. <laughs> are they, in fact, Ava and Max? Yes, they are. <laughs> Amazing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even put that together until this song came on, because I've heard this song before. I didn't know who I didn't know who it was. I didn't know who did it, to be honest. No, I thought it was Ariana Grande. Yeah, I thought it was. Some uh, pop lady, but... Yeah, this song is uh, I like uh, I like Sweet But Psycho because it's sort of like mm. that. It gives me Megan Trainer vibes. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it, it um, could be Megan Trainer. It's it's very um it's very you can sing along to it. It's very like up, I like the way it's up and down. Yeah, Sweet But like, Psycho, something yeah. by Geico, Mama, Mama. Yeah, I enjoy um, I enjoy this song. I I never there's not a time when I've listened to it and wanted to skip. Basically, that's why it's on there. It's always like I am enjoying this. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good track. Um, with "Let It Rock" by Kevin Rudolph, had you heard of this song before? When I so when when I saw it, I was like, I have no idea what that is. And then when we played it, we were like, Oh, it's this one. And mm. we both were like, Oh, let's add it to our like music because it was like I don't even remember this song was a thing, but it is. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do enjoy that song. I, th I think for me, it's sort of like the chorus that really saves it because I think there's a feature from Lil Wayne. Um, yes. and when that And when that comes on, I want to fucking throw myself out of a window. <laughs> but <laughs> the rest of it is, it's so lame, but it's good. This is sort of like probably the most Guilty Pleasure, Guilty Pleasure song on this list for us. Yeah. It's... It, uh, that and Awesome for me because it's just, it's such a lame song. But it sounds, it's so catchy and like, yeah. it's an earworm. It gets stuck in your head like crazy. It feels like he could literally, it feels like he wrote it while stoned out of his mind. And then, yeah. and then like he basically just, he started, he wrote the music while just laying down with, with a guitar and just like, nah, yeah. nah. And, I, I, and I, I, I don't like it when people use rock as like an adjective. You know what I mean? It's just something. Yeah. Like, rock on! It's just like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh, shit, we're swearing. Oh, yeah, that. we should speak that out. <laughs> oh, I, don't know how, I don't know how long we've been swearing, to be honest with you. I don't recall swearing, so maybe maybe we didn't. Maybe we were. Do you know what? Maybe we were focused that we didn't need those millennial filler words that we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Although, it's, this is our most like radio like radio friendly one considering it's all about music and it's the one where we forgot to not swear so there we go that's great um 
<laughs> well, maybe, no, do you know what? Maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe, maybe there was only you that effed it up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'll find out. I'm the one who's going to have to spend his Sunday going through this. Ugh. I feel so anyway. bad. That I, anyway, I do... let's, let's finish this quiz or whatever it is. This versus Beth X Josh versus. That's what we call it. So how do you feel about Lay Rock? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what? I am... Um, my heart says to give it to you. But mm. then also, when I think about Sweet But Psycho, I'm like, oh, but it is really good. It's based... It's the very similar songs in what they feel like and in what they evoke. Yeah. But I feel that Sweet But Psycho is a more upbeat version. I... I feel as though with Sweet But Psycho, it's like the verses and the chorus, except for like the vocal, which is Sweet But a Psycho, Baba Geico, Baba Baba. <laughs> except for that, like instrumentally, yeah, it is sort of the same throughout. Yeah. Whereas with like Let It Rock, I feel as though there's enough of a difference in the chorus to really let it hit. Yeah. Um. Okay, do you know what? I will let you have Let It Rock because. I'm never fully sold on the verses for Sweet But Psycho. Yeah. So. But yeah, I like think... let it let it rock. I mean, it's a lame song, but the, it's got an instru- interesting instrumentation and the lyrics to it. Like, there's like multiple biblical references in this song, <laughs> and it's just like you won't expect that from like the song where Little Wayne comes and it's just like talking about dropping panties and stuff like that. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, so yeah, that's 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 it, and I've taken that one. So um, I don't know how you've won that. I feel like I don't know how I won that either, to be honest with you. (laughs) I feel like I got given a lot more points there, and then suddenly you were just like, "Hey, I won." Yeah, and I'm a pushover as well, so I don't know how um, you know. (laughs) I'm quite glad because I didn't want me to be. I didn't want to be like kind of that driving force of I am taking these points. So I'm in a way I'm quite glad that you won. It's it's a it's a daft little game that we play. <laughs> I think we should do that with movies. I think to be honest with you, I mean, well, obviously not because it's like an hour and a half each for them. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> um, we could do it with Simpsons episodes. <laughs> Probably seen most of the Simpsons. Well, I mean, most of the Simpsons is now. What I mean, when did that yeah, show talk- get bad? Yeah, we're not. We're not. When I say most Simpsons, I'm talking about we've probably seen pretty much all of the symptoms up to where it got daft. So yeah. I'm talking Golden Age Simpsons. Yeah, like uh, was it season eight? I think it is. I can't remember. I saw a video about the whole thing. To be honest with you, but there you go. We'll but find yeah, out. That, that we will find out. Uh, do you want to hear a, a fun music story? Yes. So this past, not past Monday. So two Mondays ago, I was on a, an online panel show. Uh, called sequel, prequel, requel, where we take a movie and then we make a prequel, we make a sequel, and then we make a reboot of the film. Okay. And then whoever is has the best idea wins, basically. Um, and I won, yay! Uh, but we were doing, we were doing Howard the Duck, uh, which is a terrible film. Have you seen it? Terrible film. I've I've not seen it, oh, but I have God. seen an a YouTube like sort of. Cinemassacre, or no, what's the one? Cinemasins, is it? The one that you like? It wasn't Cinemasins, it was um, the other guy, the dude who plays a character. Angry, Um, no. 
No, but like him, the other one that is nostalgia man. Nostalgia critic. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nostalgia man. Nostalgia man. Do you remember this? Yeah, dear. Um, so we're on that, and I, I thought, like, I was looking through my wardrobe, and I thought, like, okay, I'm going to be on camera, so I've, so if you notice, I've dyed my hair. Oh, yes. I Very have. good. I had a little Very bit blonde. of a haircut as well. It's quite, not as blonde as I'd like, but, you know. Um, yeah, so it's all right. Uh, so I did that, and then I thought, like, I'll wear, I will wear this T-shirt. So it was this shirt that I wore, Okay. So, can, right, you, can okay. you see that? So, it's a Carly yeah. Rae Jepsen shirt. It's a white shirt from the dedicated album and UK and Europe Tour 2020. And that's the gig that I got engaged at. Aww. So, I thought, and it's been in my wardrobe for ages because at the gig itself, it was like 30 quid for a t shirt. But I saw it was on clearance on her website for like $12 or something like that. And with shipping, it was cheap as fuck. So, I got one of them and I thought, Oh, okay, so it's being cleared, so they're probably not going to print these again ever. So, I got a second one. <laughs> so, I finish, so, I finished the recording of uh, the sequel, prequel, requel, went really well, blah, blah, blah. Charlotte comes home um, and sees that I'm wearing the t-shirt. Um, and she says, where did you get that t-shirt from? I was just like, oh, I got it from the thing there. And she goes into the box that we have our Christmas presents hidden in. <laughs> and guess me <laughs> I have three of the same Carly Rae Jepsen tour t-shirt absolutely amazing did she get it at the tour so, or did she also get it on clearance she also got it on clearance there do you know what you are meant to be <laughs> it's insane it's like you know in like a cartoon there's always that gag in a kid's cartoon where the character looks in their wardrobe and they have identical outfits to the yeah. one that they always wear it's literally that I've got three of the same fucking t-shirt I love it so much. I think I think you should do something crazy with one of them, like tie dye or something. Oh no 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 no! I think, oh, I think we we might do we might wear them at like at some point during the wedding reception or something like that, something daft like that. Or oh, we could get them reproduced, wear them for the uh, stag do. Who knows? <laughs> That'd be quite good. Only run <laughs> just a bunch of lads and a handful of ladies wearing Carly Rae shirts. You are going to get accosted by so many young youths. No one knows who she is. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming she, people know who she is. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I think that'll be it from us, to be honest with you there, yeah. Beth, unless you've got anything uh, desperate that you need to get off your chest. Uh, no, I, because what I want to get off my chest is that I, I do... I, I've been... I worry that, that I won't be able to send you recordings nowadays, so... <laughs> yes, because this is going way longer than we thought, eh? Yeah. <laughs> no worries then. Right, okay, well, uh, thanks very much for joining us, everybody. If you liked the episode, give us a five-star rating if you fancy it, or don't, if you didn't, whatever, it's fine. Just follow your arrow wherever it points. Oh, my God, get out, you wanker. <laughs> I just pull a face. Right, okay, uh, I am at LizardThumb on uh, all social media. I am at Bethany and Lily on all social media, but particularly on Instagram. Ah, yes, I've seen you on the Instagram with the old pictures. The old pictures. Oh, you've posted yeah. pictures of your spooky Halloween stuff there. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, at Off Your Chest Pod on Twitter, if you fancy giving us a follow. Uh, so that's it from us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.